Peace. Just take your drawers off music right here, mm. man. Let me hear. No, we take our drawers off. Wait, what? <laughs> Y'all taking drawers off? Like, shh. <laughs> and throw them at the at the side. Peace. Come on, man. Yeah, you did, it's nice, but I don't feel my drawers ain't. Look what your mind's imagination can do. Making shit true. Yeah, Come on, Ivy, man. Talk to me. This is Views from the 7 Podcast. Me take away your pain. Give me all of your emotions. I feel it. They, 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 they down. Ha <laughs> this is not all. <laughs> they down to the You heard her? But fuck your fantasy. This your motherfucking moment, baby. Mm. Okay. It's your motherfucking moment. She's gonna take the dick. Look, look, I, I gotta rewind that back. 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 She got the drawers right there, man. <laughs> Slowly, so fuck a fantasy. It's your motherfucking moment. Mm. Probably won't even last that long. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't even last that long. But we here. <laughs> I'm shy. This is my first time. I usually do this on the first day. What? You sure you don't want to cuddle? <laughs> Ooh, ladies love that shit. I don't normally do this, but you know. We're going to do it today. Hey, peace, y'all. This is the Views from the 7 Podcast. This shit got spent. So I'm joined my homeboy, Ivan. What's good? Shout out to Skinny. We getting right to it, goddammit. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I was about to, you know. I was about to. Right. You see the look? Yeah, I was about to. See? Wifey in the building. Yeah. Cuddy. What's going on, man? Jersey. What's up? Hey man, what's going on? I'm just happy to be here. Hey man, we um we had a brother in here from 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 Jersey, right? Sure did. And okay. when I was first, you know, I was I was uh, looking into you. I was like, damn man, you know, you sound like you from here. <laughs> yeah. Because the dude, we you know, we had here, yeah, like the Jersey son. Jersey. What's up, man? Hey, man, I'm here, man. I'm just happy to be here. I'm man, it's like uh, you fucking uh, you blue, man. The blue of Vegas. Mm. You know who blue is, don't you? You don't even know you said for he no said, reason. He said, yeah, <laughs> fuck it, yeah. You talking about blue? About, uh, from the Temptations? <laughs> no, nigga, what? <laughs> Temptations? <laughs> who is blue? Man, got us all no. I, no, I know who, I know the blue yeah. you're talking about, but I'm talking about Master P. <laughs> Black and blue. <Bobby. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> man, you in like a million things, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Man, so, yeah. man, tell the people, man, who is Cuddy, man? What is Cuddy doing? Uh, so, Cuddy's an entertainment mogul. I'm coming from Jersey. Uh, I'm out here on the West Coast just trying to expand my business. Uh, trying to, I see that Las Vegas is very small with indie support. So, we're mm. big on indie. Um, so, we're just coming out here trying to change the scene, trying to bring some new um, opportunities and just to build myself mostly. You know, I've been on the East Coast for 20, about 25 years of my life. So, now and I'm transitioning over to the West Coast. I'm just discovering like new things. I'm doing new yeah. things. So, I'm just enjoying the ride mostly. 
Has it been an easy transition? Uh no. It's been it's actually been hard. Really? Uh, it's, it's hard coming from the East Coast to the West Coast. I don't know. I feel like the East Coast and the West Coast are so different. What's the hardest what's the hardest part of the transition? Um just trying to fit in. I feel like I'm mad, like I feel like I talk mad fast, I move mad fast, and everybody look at me like Yo, what did you just say? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Like, hold on, wait. Give me, like, five seconds. Yeah. Mm. I heard that. I, I've never actually been on the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, but I heard the pace is super. Yeah, we super fast. It's fast. Up there. It's very like, fast. You could get up, and then, boom, somebody hitting your phone at, like, 8 a.m. talking about something. Yo, we want you want to go out? Like, what's up? You want to go over here? And then 11 a.m., you over here? And then oh, 1 p.m., you over here? Like, it's a lot going on. Like, I'm starting to hear it now. What part yeah. of Jersey you from? I'm from, uh, I was born in North Jersey, but I was raised in South Jersey, so I just claimed the whole Jersey. I was born in Lakewood, but I moved over to Willingboro, and then I did some time at Edgewater Park, so... And now I'm over here in Vegas. Did some time, so it was, it was like a prison time. Nah, nah, nah. Like oh, um, I built my business out there, so okay. I was like, I was staying out there for a long time. Um, because Edgewater Park don't really got nothing. So okay. I mean, we have things, but now we have a big business that came directly out of there. So I just yeah. put all my energy just staying inside of Edgewater, just trying to figure out how I can help out the most New Jersey artists I can, uh, bring in new um opportunities, and just you know try to give us a name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so what what are your businesses? Uh, my business, uh, my main business is Cuddy TV, and then uh, everything else is kind of under that okay. umbrella. So uh, we have a blog called Jersey Watch. Yep. Um, and then we do these live sessions called Who's the Hottest. Um, I got a book out currently, but it's all under the same umbrella, which is which is Cuddy okay. TV. Okay. Talk to talk to us about about Cuddy TV because this is this sounds very enticing, mm, and yeah. I almost got lost in it. <laughs> uh, I definitely love it. Um, I think it's like an indie playground. I think you can go on there and you can literally see a, you can see an artist on there. You can see a painter on there. Uh, we got a 30-minute special coming out from a ventriloquist, somebody that's in Vegas, actually. Oh. So um, he's indie. You know, he's trying to get back in the scene. You know, COVID happened. So yeah, uh, it's like a big playground of just full of creatives that are on there that are just all trying to shoot their shot at life and just trying to build and okay. grow from that's something. Dope. So uh, I love the platform that we've built for the people that really need it. Okay. Sound like Code 7 a little bit. Yeah, it, that's so. what I was getting, Code 7 vibes a little mm-hmm. bit. So, your book. For sure. Number one on Amazon? Yes, sir. In 24 hours, too. Wow. You yeah. see your face? That same face I had when I seen it. <laughs> I said, oh, this joint is real. Like, we really yeah. number one. So, it's, like, a, it's, a kid, it's a kid's book, correct? Yes. But, um, more for, like, the younger generation. I say teenagers. Um, going into adults, okay. uh, it's just teaching people how to do music properly. So mm. a lot of people, you know, they do music and they're using YouTube beats and they're recording on podcast mics instead of a recording mic and right. a whole bunch of things that they're doing wrong. So that book just helps you with those things and helps you master it so that you can become the perfect artist. Yeah. Have you uh, have you been uh, have you inserted yourself into the the Vegas scene yet? Uh, yeah, uh, I've sold out the artisan like four times. Oh shit! So mm-hmm. that was pretty dope. Um, Swing I got parties. Uh, what happened? Swinger parties? Uh, no, no, no. We actually had a comedy show over there. What? Yeah, okay. we packed it out. Swinger you know what parties? I'm saying? Yeah, really? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, the swinger showed up though. See? I mean, oh, okay. they bought tickets. Wait, wait. I'm not gonna lie here now. Like, you see, he keep his ear down, Bats. down to the ground, the swinger ground. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but it wasn't meant for that. It was just meant to bring back but entertainment they, the, inside you, of Vegas. You infringed on their territory, so they popped wait, up. Wait, wait. The artisan yeah. is a swinger joint. That's. I just found that out. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm wait, sitting here doing events there, and I'm like, a lot of a lot of swing, they, yeah, because you can rent the whole hotel. Yeah. yeah. So and a lot of people they rent the whole oh, hotel. Shit. Maybe moans and room, laughs. That's dope. Maybe. <laughs> maybe swapping wives. Yeah. I'm like, oh, moans cool. and laughs. That's dope. <laughs> It was definitely like I I didn't I didn't coming being coming to Vegas I didn't yeah. know that like I didn't know nothing about that so like the second event they're like you know this is like a swingers club mm. and I'm like a swingers club yeah. like what you talking about like you know the third event came around yeah. and then that fourth event I really started to yeah. see yeah. It. Shout, like, out, like, shout out oh, shout out to the, uh, <laughs> okay shout out right. to the homie man we got it we got we actually got invited again and shit. <laughs> I got the inbox. Oh, you! Oh, he got oh, it. He official now. Yeah, we got the we got the inbox. Uh, he got the official, Ow. the official yeah, official invite. I threw the oop because you know because you know my boy my boy into that. You know what I mean? Oh. So when I got hit, when I got hit with it, you know what I'm saying? I have to throw the oop like shit. If I come, you know, my my boy gotta come. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not on you know not on that, but. You know what I'm saying? He got to come. That sounds weird as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, like, you know, if we come, if we come, if we come, you know, can the homie call, you know, that's a single, you know, you're a single man and shit. So, so, so I'm going to ask you, so how long have you been in Vegas? Born and raised. Okay. All right. Is that like a thing out here? Like, do, do do they come to Vegas? Is this like the hub of where you can swing freely and not be judged or... Cause in New Jersey, they they'll clown you for that. They'll be they like, "Oh, somebody else's hell no." Nah. They'll be like, "Somebody else fucking your girl." You let somebody else do that, but out here they're kind of a little open to it. So what? Like, explain that to me. Are they like come from California? Yeah, they have a lot. They have a lot of um, from California. They have them all over, really. So like here, they don't have them in Jersey. Maybe maybe not the part of Jersey you're in. I'm pretty sure in New York City. Yeah, of course. But it's like I've never even encountered nothing like that. Like, we have several here. On my I whole, haven't seen a. I haven't. I've never uh, witnessed a hard swap couple. Mm. But you know some. I know some. I know some so-called swingers. Now, the more I get into the, not getting, you know, the more I understand the game, the more I understand a lot of these motherfuckers is pussyfooting. Like a lot of dudes are into the swinging lifestyle so they can fuck other women. Right. Right. But there are. I've never ran into a couple that are for real swingers, like on some hard swap shit. Yeah, meaning, I'm like, meaning they they they're they fucking another cut. It's switching. Yeah, it's like I can I see for the men, but for the women, it's like no. On your side, like you're in the room, you know, you're like, all right, bro, let me fuck your wife, and you can fuck mine. <laughs> like, how do you how do you set like, that um, up? Because <laughs> it's like you're on the you're, you're on the bed next to it, and you just like so the. We gonna do this. <laughs> like, is there some? Is there a situation that I don't know about? I've been know. I've been involved in something similar. Okay, so how did that? Like, how was that experience? I'll say. It didn't. It wasn't like a hard swap in that sense. It was more like me and my friend. We went to a swinger club, mm-hmm. and I met a chick that was there. Okay. So I'm talking to her or whatever, and she was there with another guy and an, another female friend. Okay. And so we all end up in a room together. <laughs> And but the one the one I was with, she didn't want to play with him, so he was telling his girl, "Well, since she's not playing with me, he can't play with you." So, but she's sleeping the number on the side. Ah! Right, of course, yeah, of course. Oh, you're with the doink later then. 
I don't know what they get out of that. I'm not trying to like. I don't know. Like for the men, I can understand. You it's never like. The, you never like fucked in the room with like your homeboys. Nah, I have. It's just the fucking my girl thing. It's just that's got my head fucked up. Cause that's the whole per, That's the whole full swing of swinging. Yeah. If you just fucking another nigga girl, you're cheating. But if another, but like somebody, your girl gotta get some type of for it to be a full exchange swing. To me. Wait until you get to the part where the husbands are the ones approaching you. Like my wife wanna fuck. That's cuck cuckold, right? Yeah, it's cuckold. It's yeah. called cuckold. Yeah, where the dudes like, the dudes like to see their wives. The dudes like to watch their wives get fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's called cuckold. But usually they like want to be tortured, and you know, in the meantime, like they want their wife to be like, "Oh, you can never fuck me like this." Yeah, see, I think that, that's dick. more cuckolding. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you would call it when just the men just be like, "My wife want to fuck you." I thought that was cuckolding. What she talking about is more like, like uh, cuckolding. Is, I think it has more to do with like another, embarrassing. Yeah, like, it's so embarrassing. Sound like the Fifty Shades of Grey. That sounds like some Fifty Shades of Grey shit. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, it's a room. They got toys all over the wall. Like, yeah, okay. it's, it's it's supposed to cause something when you know it's like not dominatrix, but it's something like when they be getting slapped up and talk S&M? too crazy. Like S and M. Yeah. The Rihanna song, like, like, uh, <laughs> like a dominatrix, you know, like a dominatrix. Yeah, but like it's, a, it's a sub. like another type of play where you know motherfuckers being slapped up and and spit on and talk to all crazy. It's another. It's called. A, it's a fetish, but I don't know what it's called. I forgot. That's a weird fetish. That's so yeah, weird. Man, don't do it, man. The whites mean to something different, man. Yeah, man I'm like, yo, what? Like, what? <laughs> you need like I don't know if it's open again, but like you should just go hang out in the green door one day and just it was the like, green door. Where's that at? Um, Sahara, Maryland. Park. Okay, just gotta gotta make sure with just, who you saying hi to is who you saying hi to. <laughs> I'm just being there. I'm just being my girl. I'm be like, yo, don't talk to nobody. Don't, yeah. don't nobody. We are here as ghosts. We are here to watch. You shit. A lot of people see you look at another nigga. You're done. Cause they gonna be looking. They gonna I be know. trying. Uh, they gonna be trying. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of them over there, boy. <laughs> Or the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you got Cuddy TV. Yes, sir. Uh, so, what are the businesses that fall under that? I know I've seen where you are into uh, investing. Correct, yes. Uh, so, I want to teach the youth about investing. I feel like growing up, nobody taught me about it. You right. know, Nobody told me about a dividend stock. Nobody told me about a hedge fund, what that is, how that can be beneficial for you. Yeah. Um, you know about like I'm trying to think uh, the VOO what is it called it's called a ETF there we go um, like nobody's ever taught me stuff about that so I was like I want to use my platform to teach that mm. to the younger generation at least yeah. they can't say nobody talked about it right. so um, I think the best way to retire early is you know grab some dividend stocks you know grab some um, ETFs you know invest in cryptocurrency and uh, just know what you're playing with. You know, you know everything comes with a risk, but a fact. it's better to risk and get a high reward than to not risk and have nothing. Mm. So um, I just want to mainly just teach all of the education I can while I'm here because yeah. I'm an investor. So I would be wrong not to tell you to invest when I'm investing. Yeah. So I think that's where that part comes in from. Uh, just me doing it on personally, and I'm like, you know, I want the more people to know about this. I feel like everybody should be investing. Everybody, no matter what age you are, no matter what caliber type yeah. of person you are, if you can spend money on liquor and going out to eat yeah. and buying shoes, you can spend money on stocks. So, uh, dealing with uh, music and investing, has there been any artists that you like so much that you would invest in? 
Um, I've actually have a, uh, I've actually have a, I've had a couple. Um, I'm managing an artist now. Her name is Taj Ann Marie. Uh, she's in New Jersey. She's from North Carolina, and um, Ooh, the rhythm, right? Can is it rhythm? Oh yeah, uh, uh, I want to to sue. I'm, I may be saying that wrong. Don't don't be mad at me. She's Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, she got this mm. song called "I Want to You." It's like a Jamaican word. Oh, okay, mm. but um, so we're working with her right now, and she's just been. I feel like she's next up. She just needs that you know real investment inside of somebody who believes in her can give her the way and show her the right God. So. Uh, I'm getting her on stocks. I'm getting her on getting her music right. You know, getting registered and things of that nature. Performing, doing interviews, of course. And uh, that's one artist that I'm investing in now, for sure. Any here? Uh, in Vegas, there's a couple I work with. Uh, none that I'm fully in invested in with. I could say that. Uh, there's a couple of yeah notable names like Sogati. Um, I've worked with him. He's He's on Cuddy TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about anybody else. You got any other name? For uh, we got Bass Baby. He's on Jersey Watch. He's another indie artist. Um, and then we got a couple of more coming to the platform. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna be working with my guy DJ J Lou. I don't know if y'all know him. He's a big DJ and like. Um, Dre is or whatever. Dre, Dre, shout out. That's a that's a tough spot. Uh, no, nah, man, but the names that we that you told us we haven't heard mm. but that that's cool though i i think um like there's been a huge conversation about vegas music lately yeah. which is super dope Absolutely. but i think yeah. the problem is we're capping it because in my opinion we're starting to talk about like the same yeah. five to seven artists you know what i'm oh, saying yeah. so it's it, it's cool that and it's like the scene is getting judged on that music right there yeah and i think there's so many other artists out here that either uh, haven't been discovered, yep. but or, or not in our in our way of life, you know, right. not in our circle. So right. I think, um, you know, that that is that's the number one goal right there is to get all these artists on a platform mm -hmm. to showcase Absolutely. what they have, and not the same five to seven. Yeah, okay. and that's something that I'm um, that I like. I want to bring to the city. Because even the five to seven artists that y'all may know in Vegas, I probably don't don't know them. So it's like, uh, I just want to bring the platform for everybody. You know, the no names, the big names, anybody. Yeah. I feel like we're all chasing a dream. So yep. uh, if you're a no name, that's just because nobody knows you yet. It's not mm -hmm. because you're nobody. It's just because you're still getting people to know you. So exactly. like y'all didn't fully know me until I reached out. So it's like. Right. I was a no name to y'all. Y'all could yeah. be like Cuddy. Who the fuck is that? Like I don't know him. Yeah. But now when somebody mentions Cuddy, you're like, oh yeah, he came up to my show. You know what I'm saying? I know him. We talked, and it's cool. So now I'm not a no name no more. I'm right. a name to you guys now. I, you now can put my face. It's a fact. To, to my name. name. Yeah. For sure. How how did you end up in Vegas? Like, cause you say you want to get into, like you're in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. How did you end up in Vegas as opposed to like L. A. Uh, I f honestly I feel like uh I feel like Vegas is more entertainment than like Cali Cali of course has I'm not gonna take away from Hollywood or nothing like that right. but I feel like when it comes to actual entertainment there's nowhere to go besides Vegas and the indie scene in Vegas is very slim to none and in LA is there's a million rappers out out in LA you can right. find a rapper on every corner but right. when you come to Vegas it's almost like people don't even know that there's people out here that make music Besides the five, six, seven that's been grinding 10, 15 years. They grew up in Vegas. They went to school out here. Everybody yeah. knows them. But there's a lot of artists out here that people don't know that are yeah. way talented that need to be. Um, so do you feel like Vegas is an untapped market? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said it all the time. For the indie scene, that, like, 
I don't know about y'all, but back in Philly, we used to bring like big celebrities out and let the indies in the city perform. Yeah. Like, I have yeah. yet to see an event like that out here. I went to I went to a couple of indie events. Yeah. And it seems like they just don't want to do it for the indies. They just they want to focus on, you know, going to the MGM Grand and the Strip and Fremont, but there's indies in between those little neighborhoods, you know, Summerlin, um, Sunrise Manor, yeah. Henderson. And I just feel like I just want to bring that out of Vegas. I feel like we do have a lot of entertainment, but when it comes to indies, we're very, very slept on. Have you, uh, I don't know if it bugs me or bothers me. I don't know right now. So, you know, speaking with a, a few people um, that's, that's tapped into the, the, the quote-unquote local scene here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I don't know if it's a defeatist mentality. Or, you know, the conversation is why this hasn't happened. Yeah. It seems like, uh, you know, their, you know, their argument is uh, Vegas don't support. Mm. Right. But then when I, when I asked you, is this an untapped market? It's like your eyes. Yeah. Up, like, I'm like, so I, I'm, I'm like, where's the disconnect between the res the people that live here and those that are coming seemingly to take over, so right. to speak. I think um, in my experiences being here, people in Vegas are clicked up. I mm. think that's the disconnect because one person could be in this clique and they don't want to talk to you now because you with him. And if he's not in the clique that they're in and they want to talk, it's like weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All, I've been out here eight months. I've done business with a lot of different people. And that's one thing I've noticed. That's actually one of the drawbacks I will say about Vegas. That's the only thing I don't like about it out here. Some people like... They don't see growth. They only see what they see. And they're not trying to see more than that. Mm. They're like, you know, I told somebody I want to do um, a $5 million event um, inside of Vegas, October. That's like a couple of months away. You can easily put that together. Um, When I was telling everybody, they're like, that's impossible. That's just impossible. Like, you, you can't do that. That's impossible. We're in the entertainment hub right now of the world of the country at least because new york is still opening back up a little bit yeah vegas we're 100 percent open 100%. Right. we're the entertainment hub of the world right now you telling me i can't bring everybody to vegas there's nowhere else to go mm-hmm. if i bring little baby out here if i bring the baby if i bring 21 savage and j cole you telling me y'all not gonna pull up i okay. could get people to fly from new york to come see j cole yeah yeah they in Vegas. Exactly. They in Vegas. So the moment this motherfucker opened up. So why not? So why not? Okay. So why not piggyback off a uh, situation like they in Vegas, where it's like, okay, we have major artists that are going to be in the city. The city's going to be lit. So I'll I'll tailor my event around something like that. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I'm trying to orchestrate now. Actually, now right. that we're open and things are back to normal. I want when big stars come to the city, let's do like a small, maybe like a smaller event. Obviously, we can't take the main stage. Right. But let's get a smaller event where maybe they do a walkthrough. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they come pull up for 15, 20 minutes, come maybe come perform a song or two. Or But I feel like the, like the indies need it. You know what I'm saying? The majors get it. I think the indies need the same kind of platform. So if we could get, you know, J. Cole's coming out here in, in, in October. Why not pay yeah. J. Cole 4500 Come do this little club walkthrough for these indies. You know, take a couple of pictures, sign a couple of autographs. You're good to go. In Philly, that's like 
the number one key for a successful event. Okay, we're going to go out. We're going to grab the most poppinest artists we can find within the budget. We're going to bring them to the city. We're going to sell 20 slots, have 20 artists on the bill, let them all perform, let them bring their friends and family. And it's an experience for the artists because yeah. in their mind, they're opening up for a star. Yeah. You know there's going to be a crowd there. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think we, if we can orchestrate that inside of Vegas, then the indie scene will start flourishing more. Okay. Um, well, I, 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 we still on music right now, but I do have a question about one of the yeah, projects I did. See. The Cuddy Card. Tell mm-hmm. me about the Cuddy Card. I like that. Yeah, tell us about I really that. like that. About the I really card. like that. It's funny because we're actually upgrading that. So it's going to be a metal card now. Okay. So right now it's a plastic card. Let me pull it out, actually, for branding purposes. I wish I wish I would have brought brought my book with me, but I didn't. Hey, I'm gonna just use the blank one for y'all so y'all can see it. The cutty card right here. Okay. Um, that's an all-in-one business card. I made that Let's for go, for small business owners, for individuals, anybody who wants to share information quickly. I think mm-hmm. business cards get thrown around flyers they throw them drones on the floor if i could tap the back of your phone and send my information to your safari oh every time you go into safari you're gonna see my info wow so whether you're gonna ignore me real quick like okay whatever go ahead boom and you try to ignore me like all right whatever and then just walk off my information is still there so when you open up your safari you're still gonna see me so mm. I think uh, I created that just out of conveniency. You know, people move yeah. around, you know, with COVID going yeah. on, people are real uh, about you being close to me. That's contactless, me sharing my information to you. So, I don't so, how, so how does it work exactly? So you literally just have to uh, press the back of somebody's phone. So let me see if my card's actually on me so I can show you a live demo. But you literally just tap the back of somebody's phone uh, as long as they have an iPhone 10 or newer. Um, it is for more updated phones. But it's not even really out yet. Like, there's a couple of brands that have it, but I believe I'm the first black-owned brand with it. Oh, mm. shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Brag, brag, brag. Uh, yeah, hey, man, I'm, I'm proud shit. of it. Absolutely. So, boom, so you take the, so you take the card. I'm going to just use my phone right here. Boop. And then right there. Oh, shit. I'm inside of your safari now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how did you come up with that? Because that's like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Dude, that shit is hard. Um, yes. I was in Atlanta for Tassili Raw uh, Festival. And um, I was walking around and this, this guy had one. And he was tapping everybody's phone. I was like, what's that? He was like, oh, I got this tappy card. But he wasn't really invested in with it. He was just like, I just sell these joints for real, for real. You know, you know how we be. I'm just right. selling them. So I was like, you know, uh, who's your distributor? Like, I want to know your distributor so I can, you know, create my own concept. Yeah. I'll pay you. You know, I paid him. I made sure that that, that he got paid. But um, I ran into him. He introduced me to the distributor, and I thought it was an amazing idea to, to like, capitalize on Shit, it. I don't, see, damn it is. I don't see a lot of us with innovations like this. I've seen this before. You know, Tappy has one where you got the little thing on the back of the phone. But um, I've never seen, like, a black-owned company with one so that's what made me want to create the cutty card and now oh. i actually have a prototype in my bag of the new ones on how they're gonna look that shit hard man yeah i'm I'm definitely i'm not playing so yeah. did you do you have like a background in marketing because it just the way that you have everything set up it just seems like 
I actually had some type of training or something. The metal car somewhere. I'll show y'all later. I don't want to be all up on camera. Uh, I feel like I just want people to promote themselves. Yeah. I don't really got, you know, I ain't go to college for this. I didn't, I'm not no grade A marketing guru guy. I just think there's tools out there for us to take advantage of. Absolutely. You know, there's things like Facebook ads. There's things like YouTube ads. There's things even like that, like the cutty card, being able to promote yourself. Let me tap the back of your phone. That would impress somebody. Fuck that right. Would leave, fuck right. I'm impressed, God damn it. I yeah, know. like. You're like, I'm I, on one. I just think the card alone just leaves an imprint on you. It just makes you different. I think that the more different that you can be, the more that you'll stand out. Mm -hmm. So that's what we strive on, just making people different. We just want you to be different. Uh, We want you to stand out, and we want you to promote yourself. We feel like the best person that can promote you is you. So we're going to give you all of the tools for you to do that. That's dope. The only thing, the only suggestion I would make is putting a QR code on the back of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because this was supposed to be the QR code. But if you scan it, it doesn't what take does that you do? to my YouTube. A QR code, you scan it, and it takes you to like so a like link. You put, like you put your camera up on your phone, like you scan it, and it'll take you to wherever. Oh, yeah. shit, man. Yeah. Look, man, look at look, 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 Shark Tank in here. <laughs> right. That's right. Shark Tank in here. I love it. Hey, hey, I love it. Look, I so what other, what other, um, not to, you know, you know, not to give your, uh, your MO away, mm-hmm. but uh, what other, with all the businesses that you have, what other, Tricks of the trade. Is it tricks of the trade? Tricks of the trade, right? Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> what other tricks of the trade have you used that put yourself out there branding-wise um, for the people that's getting into? Let me see. Uh, billboards. Honestly, I use this mm. website called Blip. Um, super affordable. You can run a billboard for $10. Um, I'm, I mean, I personally don't run them for $10 because you won't be seen as much. Right. But you can get a billboard for as low as $10 a day. So um, when I ran into Blip, I thought it was such like a, you know, game changing thing. Like getting on a billboard used to be like a major label thing. Like you had to be a part of a major situation for you to have a billboard. So now for us to be able to create our own billboards and have our own billboards up, uh, that's been one thing that I've really taken pride on and really been like every chance I get, every big project, we got to get a billboard for it. Because it's so affordable. You can do it from $10 a day to $50 a day. You can do it for four days, five days. And it's that exact amount. It's not like they tax you extra. You're yeah. paying $35 more. If you put it for $50 a day for four days, it's going to charge you $200 in your set. And you're gonna, you could be seen. And I w- I, so for the book, we actually got five different billboards. Okay. And we got two in Jersey, one in Philadelphia, and two, two in Vegas. And it, and it wasn't even like that much. I think it was like five six hundred dollars. Like at the at like the end of it, that's a hundred dollars a billboard for. And we're talking seven days. Right. Seven days to have five billboards up for five hundred dollars. Mm. A pair of shoes, a pair of Balenciaga. Now this is for all the artists out there. Y'all go and cop Balenciagas Skechers. Skechers. for damn near seven hundred dollars. <laughs> damn near seven hundred dollars. Wouldn't you rather be seen in five cities? Yes. For seven hundred dollars. Especially wow. places that you've never been. And um, Vegas isn't isn't funny with the prices because of location. Um, honestly, no. They, they, I mean, my my billboard was up. Uh, my actually, the one in Vegas actually was the least problems. Actually, had a lot more problems with the ones in uh, New Jersey and Philly. But the ones in Vegas, it seems like it's it's almost like they want you to win out here. Like you know, yeah. Vegas is built on. Branding, yeah. promotion, mark. That I think that's another reason what mm. brought me to Vegas is that Vegas itself is all about building and growing and promoting, basically. Yeah. 
So um, that's what drove me here. So that's the great. billboards out here was pretty. They lit. got a bunch of locations. They exactly. Even got, they even got two in Canada. Really. For ten dollars a day, hey, this, this is game for y'all. Hey, we learn, we learning now, man. This is my type of shit right here, man. I'm a nervous <laughs> shit like this, man. So. Um, fuck, man, shit. So what about merch? Like, have you like? Yeah, what, what kind of what kind of pointers would you give to somebody that's starting up with merch? Um, start with Shopify. Shopify. I would say that would be the most. Uh, I got a couple of ways. So I actually dropped a webinar on YouTube called How to Become the Perfect Artist, which is my book name. Cuddy TV. Yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, 11 points, right? Um, yes. So uh, we had put that up, and uh, one of the things that we was talking about was merch. So we got, obviously, you could do it yourself. You can go get, um, you know, like one of the, what's uh, a heat press, yeah, and then yeah. you can get a cry cutter. I think a cry cutter is like $175. A heat press is $125. You're set. That's it. Um, then you can go on Shopify. You know, it's $30 a month, but you're not paying $300 up front, and you only, they pay for the production, and then you get the profit. So that's another way. And then the third way would, to me, would be to try to get in with somebody who's already doing clothing and partner up with them and share the sales with them. Mm -hmm. So that way they have the inventory. This is something that they already do. Um, you don't have the inventory, but you're not getting the whole cut. So it, right. it's a fair share. So I, I would say that those are the three ways. Whether you're going to do it yourself, you get a heat press, you get a cry cutter machine. If you're gonna, if you want to outsource and not spend a lot, you go on Shopify. You can literally download a Printify app on the Shopify store, which is free. Mm -hmm. um, put your design on there, and somebody else will design it. Uh, the, actually, this was made on Shopify. Okay. This 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 shirt right here, and then um, you can go on websites like uh, Alibaba. That's that's another website like AliExpress. Yeah. And then uh, you can go on there and you can spend like five hundred dollars, and then they'll make your shirts for you they'll send you samples and things of that nature so there's a couple of ways to make merch i think merch is very very important yeah okay so you have the, you have this this uh this web series uh which turned into a book correct how to create the perfect artist who is this blueprint work for uh so here's the funny thing about it the title is how to become the perfect artist right okay. The blueprint of the web series is for anybody who's trying to be successful. Like, I watched it over, and I'm like, okay, we are talking about a lot of music things. But a lot of the information in there is for small business owners. Like, even episode five, uh, even episode six, where I'm talking about, like, building a fan base. Okay. That's something that can help y'all. Like, you guys need a fan base. You need people to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Right. And then even um, episode 10 where I'm talking about like social media, that's good for influencers, that's good for small business owners, that's good right. for people with podcasts. There's just so much content on it that's really made for everybody, but the main purpose of it is made for indie artists. So that would be the first targeted audience. But really, if you're trying to do anything in life, independent, entrepreneur, go watch that web series. It's literally going to change your life. I'm telling so, you. So, my, so okay, so my question is, who do you know? Who like who? who what what act or what business or whomever has followed your blueprint and they got on and it's like okay, I followed this blueprint and it worked for me. So there was actually this book writer in New Jersey. Okay. Um, this was after the book was out. They read my book and they said, you know, the, of course a couple of the chapters didn't pertain to me, but I took your promotion chapter. Okay. And they had already had the book written up. They were just, you know, how people are. They, I, I didn't want to release it yet for any particular reason. And then um, they read my book, 
read my promotion uh, uh, chapter, and they was like, you know what? I just need to put the book out. I just need to put some promo onto it, and whatever happens, happens. So they read my book, literally a book for artists, a book writer, right. read a book for artists, and got something out of it. So that's just one like uh, one example of somebody who is not an artist but still read it and still got something out of it. So 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 there's nobody you can like there's not like a success story that's attached to these things. So like how how did you get how did you how did you figure out though that these are the steps to make a six for Arnold if you can't say it worked for this person? You know. What oh, I mean? oh okay 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 oh so so in that aspect oh yeah all right I got a lot of stories on that actually uh the three people that I really mentioned in the beginning of the book uh Lil Mob Top Tay Rock and um Inez. so Lil Mob Top Inez, is like bad boy yeah. yeah. Enes is definitely uh, my dog. That's someone who's very close to me. It gave me a lot of game. Okay. Um, gave me gems. Like, and I've helped him with things, and he's helped me with things. But I think uh, he wanted to. I think uh, Lil Mom Top. If y'all look him up, he kind of like he got blue check now. It's a great name. Uh, his music is better. Everything you know, yeah. and it's just like, of course, he's always been creative. He's always been doing things. But it's like when we linked up. And we, I started sharing game with him. Everything that's that's inside that book. I mean, he got a blue check out of it. His music's better. His presentation's better. Everything that he's doing is now stepped up. So I would say he would be my number one prime example of Little if you follow this book, okay. you can be a successful artist. Little mop top. Where is he from? He's from Philly. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, you know, before you know, before me, he was doing amazing, and yeah. it was like I just helped him tweak little things, like, look, bro, you know, you got this. Yeah. Put it over here, and this would be more beneficial for you. And I helped him with certain content, and he's helped me with a, a, a boatload of things. Yeah. And I think he always tells me, like, if you didn't, you know, if you weren't around, I don't know how I would have got my blue check. I don't know how I would have done a lot of things because you know us sharing game with each other just helped elevate me to the next level. So what you're not what you're saying you haven't you don't have a formal education in like market or anything. How did you obtain all this how did you obtain all these different like how did you you know what I'm saying? How did you how did you yeah. figure out all these are the steps to to put an artist on or, or to help or help break an artist? I would say experience, honestly. Yeah. Um I was managing an artist back in two thousand seventeen. Uh I managed two of them. Um I got them from like never doing music to doing festivals mm. so it was like in that process obviously you got to be patient with recording uh because they, they can't just go in and drop at 16 and you know it'd it be perfected they got to go in they got punch in and out yeah. so uh helping them with that i think that's what helped me formulate the beginning of the book and then the end of the book really i signed a deal back in 2019 i feel like this is a big cheat code i don't really like bringing it up but um i had signed a deal back in 2019 and i'm literally in the room with industry people now like we're talking people like freeway we're talking people like uh jada kids we're talking people like ot the real like real industry people that i'm rubbing shoulders with having conversations with yeah so i think those people is what are the reason why i wrote my book that's how i know everything because i'm spending time next to somebody like jada kids asking him a bunch of questions like yeah. you know how do you do that how do you do this how do you do this and he's like giving me game Except or how to make an album yeah like when you're talking <laughs> <laughs> my man's want to do um, <laughs> my man's uh he got the juicing bar you feel me he got the juicing bar outside of new york man shout out to jay the <laughs> you got 
and that's genius too. Like, you know, with the loca- he's so stupid, but with the locations and things like that yeah. too, you know. So uh, yeah. I just think really yeah, how to make a chapter, how to make an album chapter. Is <laughs> but uh, I think really just more or less uh, my experiences because I don't really have yeah you know formal education. Yeah. I only have my experience. That's dope. That's that. That's dope to be. Um, and then a lot of people, you know, what's great about your situation is a lot of people, when they get in those situations, they, they immediately, they immediately start sizing up Mm -hmm. instead of, okay, I'm here. Let me take, let me learn some shit. Mm -hmm. Let me get all of this game. Let me soak it all in instead of me like, what are they doing that I'm not doing type of deal? You know what I mean? Uh, that's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's tough. But, um, man, God damn, dog. I'm just sitting here like I'm just, just I'm taking it so much. It in. Taking it in. Good one right here. <laughs> taking it in. But you know what? Um, back to like the the marketing thing. You know, like the formal education and stuff on it. Um, in the era that we live in right now, experience does take precedence. Yeah, over a, a lot of yeah. you know a lot of things absolutely. because you know especially with the internet, you know. People take a liking to, you know, they can take a liking to you. And then next thing you know, you have a huge following. And, you know, these platforms are paying you just to be you. You know what I mean? So I I can see how you would be able to pick that up along the way because we're in that era where it's not just, you know, that you have to go and have formal training Mm -hmm. to know what you're talking about. D-Y-I? DIY. DIY. Yeah. DIY. Yeah, there you go. Dude, DIY. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm with you. Because, <laughs> because, right. uh, I just, yeah, I just think nowadays you don't, like, you don't even got to go to college. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Not. Kids are dropping out of high school, honestly, not. to either go yeah. be graphic designers or <laughs> go to do music or even like Koi uh, Lorette. She's one of the top trending artists right now. She just yeah. got her um, diploma from uh, high school today. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, to be a top charting artist and you don't even have a high school diploma? Yeah. Like, who well, let you uh, in? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, Experience. Well, a lot of creative people don't really gravitate towards education yeah. all like that. Like, they kind of, no. you know, lose yeah. interest. You know what I mean? Because their minds the are constantly moving. <laughs> <laughs> so their minds are constantly moving and they're thinking about yeah. different things that, you know, the general education is not going to speak to them right. you know and then you so. think you don't think coyle ray had a kind of a easy way in considering who are pops um, even though he's not who is checking for benzino but he, yeah. I'm, 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 he's not celebrated now but he was he had like one song no but he was the, the founder of the source oh yeah it's crazy because yeah, it's like she been around though. Like she dated Trippy Red back in 2013. Like that's something people forget. Like mm. she been on the scene. She just after Trippy so Red. So she got a type. Yeah, it was like it was more or less more yeah. drama than music of what we known her as. Like you know, oh, so what are you gonna do with Trippy Red? Like what's going on with you and Trippy Red? And then everybody was focused on yeah. that for three or four years to try to get the story. Yeah. And then she worked with uh, Lil Durk, and it was like, oh, so you're an artist? Like you really do do music? And it was like I've been doing music this whole yeah. time. He but might- you. Oh, but, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, but, but I was going to say, just to uh, end it, I was going to say, but you guys only know me as Trippy Red's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Right. He might be the most undercover superstar there he is right yeah. now. Trippy. Mm-hmm. Trippy Red. He has like a cult behind him. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I know you look at like that, but he is like a cult behind <laughs> him. All the, mu- all the music, all the, the maj- a lot of the music that you hear today, 
is trippy red sound. Yeah, it's definitely made a influence for sure. For and sure, Uzi. for sure. Oh yeah, Uzi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uzi, Uzi, Uzi's different. Like I'm coming from Philly, so I can tell y'all the Uzi effect. Like people almost die when they see Uzi. Like I've seen people like fall like down yeah. like dead when Uzi walks past because he's in Philly like all the time. So it's like when regular people see him, they almost die. Yeah, like he's that powerful, and he hasn't dropped. And it's crazy because Uzi drops like one album every four years. Yeah, every four or five years he'll he'll drop an album. What and it's on? like the people that really like are following him are dedicated. But his, yeah, his, I was gonna say his his fans and his followers show up with yeah. their with their pockets, and that's what matters. Like his shit sells in yeah. the middle of what he we dropped. He dropped the album when yeah. it was like. We we had to still wear masks and shit. And that shit went number one. Mm, crazy. It, no, no, no. Not no, excuse me, not just number one. It's so nine of his singles filled up the top ten charts at one time. Wow. That's how big his fan base is. That's when crazy. Eternal Take came out, nine of his songs made the top ten charts. Yeah. And then you can't That's and nasty. then you can't you can't take away and then the the the, the the phenomenal thing about Uzi is you can't take away his his lyricism either. Yeah. Because the Uzi that we hear today is not the Uzi that we heard before he blew up. Yeah. Uzi was rapping. Uzi can spit for real. Like, he really, like, I don't, he might just be playing with y'all now, but you really get Uzi mad, he really, like, he got bars. He really got bars. Because he, he come from Philly. Like Philly, you don't survive without bars. They will he, eat you alive. He wear wedges though, <laughs> and, and, and that's the crazy thing because he chased Rich the Kid down South Street. He did. I remember that video. I remember that video. That's the crazy part. Damn, I remember With wedges that video. though, it don't, it don't even a nigga who wear wedges is chasing people he down the street. Them, yeah. And I, I grown ass men no is running from this man. Fucking way. He got What's a wrong? diamond in the middle of his head, and people are running from him. Why he can't dress like Ike Turner? <laughs> he don't dress like I turn. He just like Tina. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's like one of the things that people are attracted to because he's not just the norm. Like yeah, he's nah. not, you know, he he's he creates a totally different category. Well, he puts a spotlight on a different category of people. You yeah. know what I mean? He he's a talented artist. He can rap. He can spit for real. And then he can also tap into something totally different, like alternative type of music and. You know, there there is a huge black alternative um, crowd out there. EDM? That, oh yeah, yeah. They don't get and they don't get a lot of of that shine. So this is that's an artist that they can relate to. Yeah, they, they all shop at Fashion Nova. Probably. And uh, and and like and it's crazy because it's like for the record, EDM is bigger than like hip hop. And that and it seems like when you look at it, like how could you say that? But if you go to an EDM concert and you go to a hip hop concert. Yeah. That EDM content gonna be way more filled. This is a fact. EDM heads uh, is crazy. I'm talking about the I'm crazy parts I've ever been not. to. Is, the, is an EDM party? Even out, even out here, even out here. Now I've always said, man. Um, there's an artist named uh, Poppy Chulo T. Have okay. you ever heard of him? No, nah, I haven't. I, to me, he's the next to go from Vegas. Okay. He does alternative music. He's also performing at the, the day in the day oh, in Vegas. Oh, a day in Vegas. Okay. Oh, that's oh, valid. Wow. That, that's you know what valid. I'm saying? So he on his way, man. He on his I mean, way. It's, it's a lot of. I mean, I think that that's a market that 
our our artists they need to tap into. You see with uh, Willow with Willow Smith, her yeah. song that she put out, the transparent soul. And it if you listen to the if you listen to the words, I like the song. You making that Shout face? Out. No, thank but you. it it's a At whole all. like I said, it's a whole you know crowd of people that have been yearning. To yeah. see someone out there, you know, tapping into that too, we and, do, that, and we not see. just doing. Chris Brown do it every album. Uh, he gives like six of them every yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not that to the it's capacity. Not, yeah. yeah, I think like, that's like, real. Like, like Willow Smith, her song is is full blown rock. Like that is a I rock skipped song. Every song, <laughs> my, my skip finger, I had to blow it off when I got but done. Skin was not, damn wrong. But you're also not a rock. Fan, I mean, like that's not your uh, yeah. genre of music it's that you my, go to listen not, it's to. It's not my favorite genre, but I think I got some, I got some go-to's. I was what? just talking about <laughs> Lincoln Park like yesterday. I fuck with Lincoln Park. Yeah, I fuck with. Yeah, I feel like Lincoln Park's the only like. Oh, I know man, I'm gonna sound mad that. fucked up when I say don't this. I feel like Lincoln Park's the only black accepted band don't because of uh, what? Papa Roach. What? Who the, who the fuck is Papa? Papa Roach. Come on, we're talking about Lincoln Park, brother. This is my last resort. <laughs> Suffocation. No, that's um that's um It's Papa Roach. No, who is it? That's ain't that um Is that Papa Roach? Fall Boy? No, Fall Out Boy. This is my last resort. That's Papa Roach, man. My last resort. Limp Biscuit? Limp Biscuit, yes. Yeah, they okay. yeah, they were that. they were yeah. Nickelback. Nickelback. Who? But Nickelback. Is that's, it? That's 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 but that's Lincoln rock, Park but was like, like, yo, Lincoln, like, they did a collab album with Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah, that's that's, that's Ball's dog right there. Like, they like, yo, what's good? Like, we, got the, we got the gods of all gods. Outside, so outside of that, do, do they? Do people, do rolling, 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 rolling. I mean, rolling, yeah, rolling, I mean. rolling, rolling. Nigga, when, remember when the exhibit was on? Man, that shit was hard, man. I remember. I missed them days, man. Yeah, Shout facts, out to MTV. Uh, MTV. That's what. Facts. That's when MTV had a chokehold on everything. Yeah. I was watching. They had, they they were had the first MTV ones. Chris. Yes. Yeah. They started the with the reality TV with uh, Road Rules, Real World. Real World. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was Real the one? World. No. What was the one? What was the one where they used to they used to go at it? It was like be like football games and shit. Remember Nelly was on the. Uh, Rock and Jock. Woo. Come on, man. I mean, what happened to MTV? Because they was like. They really had. Yo, they bought everything. Like, they they own everything. Do they? they? Viacom does. I just oh, okay. feel like they need better producers. Mm. Like I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know who's controlling the shows and all of that. It, it became strictly reality TV. Yeah, but like, then they have the they have the chokehold. They got the music, and then they they got the music. They totally went away from music. No, uh, yeah, three seventy three on cable. That's all. It's all music videos all day long. But MT, like, I, I know, but BT Jams is actually moving you don't see up for like music, 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 but that's MTV. Like MTV. They, uh, uh, Viacom own all of it. Oh, yeah, damn. but you don't see you really? don't see, you don't see music on, yeah. on MTV. Oh, that's why that. you, if you notice, uh, well, we don't. I mean, we don't watch it, but if you notice, the BT Awards is on MTV now. Oh, I don't know. That. That's they don't, they don't, wild. There's no music on, on MTV. There's no music. No, the MTV, the channel, the brand, MTV, the channel. There's it's no music. all reality TV, right? Yeah, but they, right. it's like, but they still, if you want to listen to the music, we own uh, BET Jams. Is it BET Jams? Yeah. That's three set. I don't want to have to go to the. But that's what's crazy. I don't want to have to go to the. Is it MTV called music television? No, they, they, they had to change it to MTV. It used to, MTV used to stand for music television. They so. had to change it to MTV. So what's the stand so for? It it's, just, it's, just, it's just now. MTV. It's ain't Wait, the same what? way, nigga. It's MTV. Militant television. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no music. The same way uh, 
Kentucky Fried Chicken and KFC used to be synonymous, but they, they had to change their name to KFC. Why? Why? Because so they're, they're not the, Kentucky because Fried the Chicken Because chicken is no not more? considered uh, Kentucky Fried. So oh. it, it's just KFC. It's not... KFC doesn't stand for Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC is just KFC. Is that why, like, WWF had to change? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Remember, I, WWF, it used to be WWF. I know. Now it's WWE. Probably. probably. But yeah. I, know, I, I know. Isn't I know, that K- crazy how things have changed, like, drastically from Drastic, when we were yeah. kids, you know? I think uh, VH1, they they took MTV's blueprint with, like, the... The reality TV and like turn it into like a monster. Yeah, that's more Scott though. I miss Pop Up. Yeah, that you see, like VH1 used to Pop be the video. joint you go to to watch the reality shit, to watch yeah. the movies, and nah, but like, they had Pop Up. Pop Up was elite. I love Pop Up videos. A, oh, Pop Up video, yes, yes, with all facts. of the random facts. I used to watch that early in the morning before I would go to work. Yeah, like just right early in the morning. <laughs> And then I ain't know that. Let me go with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you, but next time it comes on, I think it's the Hip Hop Wars is next. Next time the Hip Hop Wars, uh, the Hip Hop BT Hip Hop Wars come on, it's gonna be on BT. It's gonna be on MTV. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on BT Jams, and I think MTVU. That's like, crazy. Like, all of that. I don't want to have to turn to the 900s to see no fucking music. It's not music. 900. No, 373 is not just the music. It's all music videos all day long. That's all it is. Yeah, that's a premium. You got to get a premium. Like, I mean, I want to see music That's on wild, MTV. though, because yeah, right? BET and MTV used to be rivals. Like, yeah, they, they would be have... going back and forth. Like, yeah. Remember the top 10? Yeah. Like, what happened to that? Yes, like, you would have to turn from TRL to go to 106 and Park yeah. or... Even with the award shows, they would be running at the same time. Like you would be flipping yeah. channels trying to watch. What was the joint that uh, that uh, BET used to have? Like on New Year's, would be like the top one hundred. With uh, mm. with like Donnie Simpson and uh, yeah, I don't know about all that, but it was the top one hundred. <laughs> you talking about video, video Soul? Video Soul, yeah, was video right. Soul. Donnie, Donnie Simpson, Simpson and was Sharon on Carter. like the green, the green eyes, right? Yeah. Oh, he was getting. I wasn't looking. He was getting eyes. skipped. He was getting skipped immediately. What? But. Uh yeah, I wasn't. You I wasn't Everybody was on video, so I would and, and shout you know shout out to her man. She didn't she didn't she didn't she didn't big she didn't got big on us. But I would probably watch mm. like I would probably watch like half a Cedar and then hits from the street. Hits from the I street. I wasn't was big wild. on Rap City back then. Oh, oh Rap City used to I be my shit. <laughs> what you tripping? You, you like tripping? You got a Rap City wall in your studio. I know. You wasn't a fan of Rap City? I was what? This is where this came from. Rap City was what? <laughs> you wouldn't have nothing like this if it wasn't for Rap City. Rap City was what? 98, 90, no, 99 no, maybe? Rap City was early. Yeah, it was early. I still remember when Lil Wayne put the little bandana over the over the mic. Yeah, but he was he was that was he was cheap. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I wasn't big on Rap City. Well, you tripping? I used to love like, but, that. I'm talking about, but you, y'all think you thinking about the booth part? Like Rap City was around way before the booth became yeah. part of the show. See, the I, but I, I think, I think like the Inception was around what 99, 2000 maybe. Of the booth. Just Rap City, period. No, Rap City was before that. Rap City, it was Rap City and Yo MTV Raps. Both. That's what I was gonna say. Wasn't that? I'm talking about Rap, Rap City, City when like Dipset and all them niggas was on there. That's oh, like yeah. 99, yeah. 2000. Yeah, I'm twelve. That's when the booth was. That's when the booth yeah, came. Yeah, you was young. I'm twelve. But the booth was lit though. The booth yeah. was lit. What? I still, I can't even believe. I can't. Even, I couldn't even believe that. Like when he put the little flag over that joint, he started rapping. On the blue yo, flag. little Wayne. <laughs> yo, little Wayne. Before he turned into a blood. Yeah, I only I remember Luda. I remember Luda. I remember M, Eminem. I think I remember T.I. 
But it was like I was like twelve. It wasn't my that wasn't my speed back then, like an interview style. So you missed like yo and yo MTV raps, like you wasn't into that. Yeah, either. I was them yo MTV raps. So how you see how you miss how you missed that rap city, but you saw Rock and Jock. Rock and Jock was gone by then. Boy, MTV was superior by all from all that shit. It was MTV. <laughs> I was like, if it wasn't one oh six I could afford to miss Cedar and his from the street. I wasn't missing shit on MTV. Nothing. Where was the wire at? Was, was the wire on BT? That's HBO. That's HBO. Oh, HBO. Oh, yeah. T R L. You can skip. T R L was getting skipped, but you got the Real World. You got Making the Band. Oh, Making the Band. That was late, though. That was late. That was Rock and Jock. You got Pin My Rod. Pin My Rod was lit. The Tom Green Show. Yeah, Tom Green was hilarious. That dude was hilarious. Oh my god! What happened to him? That's what hits from the street. That was a response to the Tom Green Show. Was it? Yeah, Tom Green. That show was out first. You don't remember that show? Show was out first, and then hits from the streets came. Oh my god! It was Tom the same Green was type so of funny. thing. I don't know. But then they had uh, what's, what was the other one? When the houses? When you went into the houses? The MTV Cribs. MTV, MTV Cribs. It was lit. I was just watching oh. that. So I could afford to. The only thing I was really fucking. The only thing I really wanted to watch was 106 and Park. And 106 and Park. The heyday to me was when Ja Rule and Luda was going back and forth for number one that was like the golden era to me what nah man what? i still remember when little bow wow walked up and sat on the stage and all the girls hey come on crazy. man come on man that's a, that's a, that's a lot of 106 and park moments all right there uh, when it was aj to see aj, AJ, to, see AJ right? to, to see now aj putting them fucking braids in <laughs> that's that's wild. wild no 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 they weren't fake back in the day Oh yeah, they were. He said they weren't fake back in the day. He was doing that because it, it was like a reunion. Type it was of a deal. Cl- it was a clip on Twitter where they putting the motherfuckers on. That was for the reunion joint. Oh okay. What about when Genuine came out on the ambulance? Thing? <laughs> I don't remember that anymore. Yeah, I, I do I, remember damn, Michelle. Okay, was it Michelle that. falling? <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Michelle, like she fell right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. Her ass that was her. the start yeah. of the Michelle slander. Mm. I just remember and everybody else kept going. All the rappers used to get. All the rappers used to shoot that free. Every one of them. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was trying to knock free. Free was fine, Thanks. though. Free was fine. She was fine as hell. Yeah, all the rappers were trying. She got fired over a rapper, too. I can't think of who it was. But you know what? Once they let her go, the show went down. I didn't even. I didn't watch it after that. You wasn't yeah, because wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't nah. it Roxy and Terrence? Nah. They, they was it decent. They fucked it up. Fuck fucked man. it up. They was Roxy and Terrence, Bow Wow, and... We done. And didn't Bow Wow become one of the... Didn't Tick a host for a minute? Bro, they no. fucked it up, bro. That's what I'm saying. It was it was Bow Wow and who? Tierra Marie? Uh, who they killed Bow? it. They should have kept it. I just forgot. And they tried, then they tried to bring it back, but it just wouldn't. Yeah, it was just over. It's like Arsenio Hall. Like, it just ain't working. <laughs> 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 that was the worst shit ever when they tried to bring Arsenio Hall back. Did, did it even last a season? Nah, I, I think, think so. it was. It like a half a season, maybe? What show? What channel was that on? That The whole Arsenio Hall just didn't age well. It was on like, Fox. Was it? Yeah. Really? Yo, Fox. Fox used to be lit too. Fox, Fox had the Simpsons and shit. What Early nineties? Shit, yeah. Whatever happened to late night TV though? You remember Jay Leno and the, do they still have Why? him? Like Jay the Letterman? Leno. Skip. <laughs> like yeah. a Saturday Night Live even on I feel like I watch Saturday Conan. Night Live more on YouTube than on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I like the clips. Uh yeah, what's the like, dude what that the I'll be watching? That should be having me in tears. It's the only thing I will watch on Saturday Night Live. The weekend the weekend. No, when it be uh what's his name? Uh 
Shay, say, say Michael Shay, Shay. Michael Shay, and the dude, and they and they Colin switch Yo. racial jokes. Oh, Colin my Yo. God. Oh, and shit. they're reading them. Yeah. That is it. That was the only. He thing got a show on HBO Max. I heard it's pretty good too. That shit kind of funny. It's low key Dave Chappelle show. The Chappelle show is, mm. but he's funny though. I like okay. it. I, like I, I don't like Dave Chappelle. Though. He ain't funny. Y'all don't like Dave Chappelle? What? What? You don't like Chappelle? Y'all both don't like Dave Chappelle? Not the comedian. When Chappelle I, can, I never could watch it. What? That shit was industry change. I think, I think I back, in the, I back in the 90s, he was, he, was, he was good, but I think now it's like he doing TED Talks and shit. He ain't really... Dave Chappelle that was early funny two, That was like early 2000s. Early, mid-2000s when Dave Chappelle was at his height. That was in the 90s. 90s. Yeah, he was a nutty professor in 96. That's not his height, nigga. That's the beginning. No, I'm saying that's when he was, like, funny. The Chappelle show is probably the only time I can really recognize Chappelle was his height, but yeah, nutty the, professor, blue The Chappelle streak. show was, like, uh, his streak. What was the one when he was smoking? I forgot. Half-baked. Half-baked. That's when we was getting, like, yeah, raw day Chappelle. Yeah, that was, like, 06, Now he, like, give 05. TED Talks and shit. That nigga yeah. ain't Now, yeah, because they drove him out of the industry. I think drove he did that. No, he quit. They tried to say he was crazy. He yeah, he did that show. going on. Nigga moved to a whole nother continent. Yeah, cause he didn't. He didn't need. He didn't need to continue to to do that anymore. Like he had already made so much money. Do you think that could it could work today? Like late night and shit. I don't mm. know if it could work, cause we're moving yeah, so much. Moving I don't know if shit fast. like that can. I think. I think different. if they do bring it, it has to be something that like we would want to watch now. It's, like it's it, different. I don't like, think it would work. Yeah, like if you tried to bring back old shows, like even that kind of replicate style, it would be like we would notice it and be like, I ain't watching this shit. I think I think the difference I think the difference between then and now is uh everything's on demand. So yeah. I, yeah, I, like, I, don't, I don't have to stay up till eleven o'clock to catch exactly. what's going on because yeah. tomorrow it'll be on YouTube or it'll be on wherever you know, yeah. I watch TV. Back yeah. in my day I think it was MASH. MASH might be the last you watch Mash on Pirates? no I'm uh, no no oh I'm th- I'm saying like after <laughs> Mash after Mash I think it was done like the flag would come on no oh yeah after yeah after yeah, Mash yeah, yeah. yeah Mash was like the was last like, resort show it was like a Arsenio was prime though when Arsenio was in his prime initially that was prime late yeah 19. he w- he was up there with the top tier ones like I said with uh, Jay Leno and he was for us now. David Letterman because he what because people used to stay up to watch him because Jay Leno younger, like the he was, liked that guy and that it was, space, it was David yeah, everybody wanted to be like Leno yeah, and, uh, and David Letterman. David Letterman. Yeah. He lasted for a while. David Letterman was fired. Yeah, I used he, to watch him on Comedy Central. He lasted for a while. Like after South Park, like he would come on and he'd have yeah. all them jokes and the late night joints yeah. going on. I, it I wasn't. It that. wasn't until my uh, till I started like doing history and shit mm-hmm. that I I only knew David Letterman and Jay Leno as late night talk show hosts. Yeah. When I was, you know, by the time I was growing up and watching it and shit, they was late night talk shows. I had no idea that they were comedians. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Jay, they don't come out here all the time. Yeah, I'm not going to go watch it. He's not funny, though. Is he not? I don't think he's funny. Yeah, he's I not kinda, funny to I me, always I should say. Seinfeld like, was, like, the most overrated. Seinfeld is hilarious. Seinfeld? It's Y'all like, don't like Seinfeld? Like backpack what's comedy. The, what's the creator's <laughs> name? The, oh, my God. He Jerry uh, Seinfeld. No, it's a, it's another man. He he was on. He had a, a show on HBO too. Damn, I can't think. Yes. Oh, you talking? He is fucking hilarious. He had the with the lisp. Yeah, like yes, with, with the glasses and the yeah. The only white only white dude that's funny to me is like Bill Burr, and Bill Burr is hilarious. Bill Burr and it's the, what's the other old? Is it uh, George Carlson, the old white dude? Oh, George, yeah. Give yeah. me it. 
The rest of y'all yeah. be like, mm. yeah, I'm trying you to can't think. What are the mm. white comedians? He got a uh, Bill Burr got a black wife though, so his jokes hit a little different. Yeah, Gary Owen did too. Mm. We see how that turned out. <laughs> What's that? Um, it's looking a little bad for my man. <laughs> What's that boy that got messy. the puppets? His name Jeff Dunham or something like that. Jeff Dunn. He pretty funny. I that's think. The, that's the um. You was at a comedy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the guy that yeah. was with, with like a puppet. Uh, we we actually got a comedy show tonight at nine. Uh, it's at uh, Extreme Comedy Club. It's gonna be like a ventriloquist. His name is Don uh, Don William, oh, and his shit. puppet name is Wilson. And oh. the what the puppet is crazy. Like he just says whatever is on his mind. I don't know if I, after after dinner for schmucks. I don't know if I can watch a ventriloquist act the same. Yeah, bro. shit. I didn't know you had something at nine, man. We got to bring you back, man, so we can really yeah, get some clout. We start reminiscing and shit. I know. That's <laughs> just kind of how this yeah. kind of how I'm, we roll. I'm with it. Hey, I'm. It's, hey, it's man, it's, uh, yeah. I'm loving it. Shit, man. God damn it. All right. Yeah, we didn't know you had somewhere to be, man. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm chilling. You know, the show don't start till 9, but it, it don't get lit till 9.30, 9.45. Yeah. Right. You know, okay. Man. Like, I'm yeah. Yeah. We start, time. man. That's just how we roll, man. We start reminiscing this <laughs> shit. Man. I know. We was there. We were like, yeah. <laughs> Y'all niggas remember that pimp? pimp? Yeah, <laughs> man. I, you just don't re- You just, you know, we don't get them. It ain't like that no more, man. Well, you just yeah. Get sh- well, you just get shows that just in a row, like bum 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 bum. Back to they back. Don't do to it back. like that no more, man. Everything's on demand. Like I don't, I don't have to stay. Like if you missed Arsenio, you had to hear about it the next day. Like did you see so and so on Arsenio? Yeah. Like, nah, shit. If I miss it, nigga, I, on my that's why I was break. I was telling them like you know <laughs> my lunch break. I was telling them like some <laughs> oh, of my yeah. some of my favorite shows. I because I got like all of like the. the the little streaming platforms and shit now. Some of my favorite shows, I struggle to watch them. And it, and it's like, they're all at my disposal now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm so used to... Having to wait. You got run to the, the TV. This time. Move. You watch it at this time. So it's like, when I see one of my favorite shows, it's like, damn, nigga, I can't... I'm struggling to watch this shit because I'm... I almost got to time this shit. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> almost a gift and a curse to have, like, have it on demand because, yeah. like, when we used to have to wait... That suspense would build up. Like you'll yeah. be looking forward to it all week. Like, oh man, you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I'm home uh, yeah. on Tuesday at nine o'clock because yeah. power is coming on or whatever is coming yeah. on. You know what I mean? But now everything is like all you have to do is wait until the next day. Like you said, yeah. you can check it out on your lunch break. So it's like, oh well, I'll just let them all stack up yeah. and yeah. then I'll binge watch them later. Yeah. Hey, I, I did. I watched. I watched Pocahontas. Pocahontas aged kind of well. Pocahontas aged well. Did it? Yeah. She was a city girl, but it aged well. <laughs> she, she got a sight of that white meat. Woo! <laughs> she was you talking shit up that nigga. <laughs> he was talking oh. her too. <laughs> she was a city girl for real. Well, she, she was waiting to get that thing touched. Who, who was worse, Pocahontas or Ariel? I knew that he was gonna say Ariel. Pocahontas. You think so? Pocahontas got a sight of that white meat. Was all over it. Ariel gave up her heritage. She gave up her voice. She gave up everything. She had a purpose, though. Yeah, but Pocahontas got Cocoam killed. <laughs> <laughs> right. He lost his whole life. <laughs> okay. John Smith got us. John Smith seen that hair, that hair flowing in the wind and the fog and shit. Ooh. Yeah, that savage shit went out the window. <laughs> Bad, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they never had a nibbles that color. Woo! <laughs> Mm. So that brown meat. Mm. Woo! I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, yeah, but no. Nah. Uh, Ariel did give up all her shit, but <laughs> she didn't give up all her <laughs> shit. She, I mean, she was literally a princess. I'm a princess. I'm gonna go be 
Yeah. She was tired of swimming in the sea. That's and, wild. And, she and, went to walk. And it's Haley, mm. the one that's done hey. un. Haley. Done un- <laughs> Don't do that. I can't help it. Don't do that. I I could. Chloe kind of. She's taking too many at this point. <laughs> too many pictures. Dumbing herself down. But Haley. She just did the eyes, man. It's Haley, like camera Haley, head, Haley's man. The more, she's the more talented she one. She has so she an exotic go. look. Yeah, like she's, she's, she's exotic. <laughs> Stop being so stupid. She like a she like a hammerhead shark. Don't do that. So <laughs> <laughs> do every time I see her, just the, the jaws just done it. Done it. What is wrong with you? We talked about Cuddy like 45 minutes. <laughs> 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 we about yeah, I forgot you was even here. Pocahontas, though, that bitch is crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a city girl for real. She was a Real bitch, give points. a fuck about that nigga. <laughs> supposed to, though. That's white meat. some of that white meat. Savages. Savages. Y'all crazy, hey, Disney movies is fucked up, man. They really are. They when you look, some hidden, like when messages. you go back and look at them as as adults, it's like what the like when I was watching was Beauty and the Beast, the candle was like corny as fuck. You like no, me? He didn't. No, he wasn't. The candle was trying to hit things. What are you trying to? Who are you trying? Oh, you, the, 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 the duster. The duster. The candle was trying to get something. Damn. But Beauty and the Beast, it it did age well though. Yeah, Beauty that and the Beast, really Pocahontas. Yeah, well, no. yeah, it was a really the good only movie. One, uh, the movies aged the, very the well. The animations, it's the, the animations are still gold. For sure, it's the new shit that's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, <laughs> what that's, is yeah, happening? That's the same way I feel. <laughs> yeah, like, but um, before 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 you 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 do get out of here, I, I gotta ask you one question. For sure, all the good that you're doing, everything that you're doing, right? Is it formed from guilt? Mm. What's that? Like, what you mean, form of guilt? Meaning, uh, you got a you got a brother that's down. Mm-hmm. You got a brother that's down. Uh, you know the the unfortunate um, situation uh, with mm-hmm. your parents. Yeah. Is all the good you're doing? Is it from a place of guilt? Um. Nah, yeah, nah. I think honestly, it's from a place of not having the opportunity. Mm. Mm. You know, I feel like the only reason I'm doing all of this is because I can be just like my brother. I could be in jail right now. Yeah, I could be just like my parents. You know, I lost both of my parents a month apart. Jesus, like literally, like two years ago, like a month apart. So it was like you see in their lives. You know, they wanted to. My dad wanted to do so many things, and it was like. He just, he's like, he did it, but he didn't really do it. Yeah. Full. He never really believed in himself. And my mom, she was like, cool with what she was dealing with. I feel like everybody that I've lost didn't take full advantage of their life. So mm-hmm. if I'm free and I'm alive, I want to take every single day to take full advantage of it Jesus. so that I don't regret nothing. That's a bar. I think Absolutely. I just don't want to regret nothing in life. Yeah. I don't want to work for a job for 30 years. You know, my mom works. For a very long time. She had a good job. It's not like we was fucked up and nothing. But it was like, she didn't follow her dreams. She didn't really, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I want to leave something behind to feel like I fulfilled something while I was here. Not just, I'm just here living. Because, you know, we're living to die anyway. So, if you're going to die, at least 
leave something behind that people yeah. can remember you by. Dang. I think that the people I lost, they just didn't really leave nothing behind. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, that can be regretful, and I don't want that regret. So I think learning from their experiences, you know, losing both of my parents, it taught me to grow up. It taught me to be like, you know, things can happen. Life is real. So take advantage of it every single day and never, like, sit down and let, you know, next week's going to come. Oh, well, I'll just do it next month. I'll do it tomorrow. Do it today. Absolutely. Because if you don't do it today, then you could be gone tomorrow and then yeah. you'll never have an opportunity to do it. Uh, what do you think, um, obviously, you and your brother uh, took separate roads in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you not follow his footsteps? Uh, my mother. Uh, my mom's been in and out of jail since she's been 15. Oh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Since she was 15. So um, just, you know, minor, not not like long bids or right. nothing, but just being in and out, doing that. Um, I seen a lot of like, I didn't really see a lot of good out of that. And then kind of seeing my brother follow the same footsteps, I'm like, you know, you ain't get lucky at all. Like, you got hit with 16 up front. Your first, like, that's his first ever charge. He oh, wow. was a murder charge. So it's like, wow, life can really change for you. I think those situations taught me, like, you either going to spend your life, you know, doing something good or you're going to spend your life inside of a jail cell. Mm. And I, I see, um, you feel I like don't, those are your only two choices? Um, I felt like, like at my life, like that's that's all I seen. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. mom in and out of jail, and you know her passing and not really leaving nothing behind. And then my little brother, literally my little brother's in jail. He's not going to be out till he's 40. You got to think about that. That's 20 years of your life that you have to give to somebody else that you can't make nothing out of. Right. Like he can't do a podcast in jail. He can't. You know what I'm saying? Go to celebrity shows and meet celebrities and try to build his name up. He can't build a platform for other people to give them opportunities. I have that ability to do it. So I know that if I act right, I will always have this ability every single day. As long as I'm breathing, I have ability to wake up, to do my business, to do my job, to impact somebody else, to inspire somebody else. And I know that that can be taken away from me. Like, he's been in jail since he was 16. Like, I've been with him in it like through the experience it's a horrifying experience yeah mm. and it's like that taught me like i can't play around out here that's a fact like i can't be out here bullshitting you know having doing bullshit robbing people stealing doing all this extra shit because your time is so precious and they'll be so quick you know we black you yeah. you do anything wrong in the streets they're going to give you a way harsher sentence than somebody else it's you have to know that and identify that yeah. so don't put yourself inside of that situation i feel like we have the ability to but since the statistics is put up against us anyway we feel like well we're just going to fit 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 the character mm. and i just don't want to be the character yeah. i, 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 I see that different. you be i don't i don't know y'all be putting out like little mini episodes yeah, yeah, talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is super super freeing man i know uh you know my dad uh, my dad and my, my uncles, man, you know, they all did uh, like very, very long bids, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you still see, even after all of this time, you still see the effects of it. Yeah. Um, so when, uh, you know, I, I seen, you know, the social media with, I don't know if it's you and him. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. talking, man. I know yeah. how freeing that can, I know how freeing that can be, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but you also, you're, you're, you're doing things uh to collect funds for his case correct so correct. uh you know not not to pry but the, is there 
any type of light in the tunnel. Oh yeah, um, where he could be doing a less, he could be doing less than what he has. So right now, um, he's been in jail for seven years. He has no charges. Never got into a fight. Never pissed off a CEO. Never said anything bad. Uh, so we have a lawyer called Robin Lord on on his case right now. She's mm-hmm. one of the top lawyers in New Jersey. You know, we had to, she's twenty five thousand dollars worth. So. Um, but uh, she said he could possibly get out within the next couple of years just because, you know, he went in there at 16. It's his first charge. Um, he did lose, like, someone significant close to him around that time. Um, you know, 16, your mind isn't fully developed. So there's so many things that she's brought to our attention that she's going to use in the case to, you know, knock off years. The fact that he's been in jail since he's 16 and he ain't never even get a fight with nobody. So you yeah. telling me someone who's got a murder case is in jail and never even fought nobody, never cursed out a CEO, never talked back to anybody. He graduated high school in jail. Wow. So wow. it's like uh, we definitely have a lot of good factors on our side. You know, he has a lot of trades. Uh, he's taking trade after trade after trade. He's got certificate after certificate after certificate. So we're, uh, we're looking at within the next couple of years. Nice. For sure. I know yeah. the whole room's just like, damn. Yeah. No, wow. No, yeah, no, it, it it's crazy, but I think that a lot of us, you know, is unfortunately it's something that we can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think the, the, the whole jail system, like you said, it, it is stacked up against people of color. You it know, is, black pe- sure. black people specifically. For I don't sure. wanna say people of color, let me correct that. You know, I remember as a child going to visit, you know, with with my mother. Like her her husband was in prison and like, can you imagine that experience for a, a little kid? You have to go in there and there's barbed wire everywhere. Mm-hmm. You, there's no touching. The, the, all of the inmates have to have jeans on. And like, you know, it, it's like it's a traumatic experience that, yep. you know, that no one should have to have to yep. go through. But unfortunately, the way that things are stacked up, it's a reality. Yeah. Like that's that is a a memory of my childhood, you know, and yeah. and my mother she was she was a straight straightened you know straight and arrow type of person or whatever and but the person that she was in love with he was behind bars so yeah. it, like we experienced that as kids going to visit. I think uh, you know in, in, in my case. It wasn't necessarily going to see my dad in prison. It was leaving. That was yeah, the hard part, it's like then you're really not coming with me. So like I don't know what you're going through. Yeah, so you know, going there um, at first, you know, he was in a uh, uh, minimum. What's it called? Minimum. Uh, 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 minimum security. Minim, yeah. Minimum security, and that wasn't that wasn't bad. Like that was cool. You know what I'm saying? I remember the, I remember the hot chocolate in the little cups with the fucking <laughs> cars on it. Right, right, you know what I'm saying? Noodles, buy the TV dinner. The noodles and shit. You, you know, can buy them shit. Like here, bro, like you the, can eat this. Right. They had like, he was the, like damn. They had the Pac-Man in the corner and shit, but it was it was so it felt like it was so brief, you know what I mean? Yeah. About a time, you know, you really got to, um, quote unquote, you know, spend time with him. It was time to go. Yeah. It's an hour. It's like now, an hour, hour forty five minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah. Now, when he went to, I think the hardest part was when he went to a max. Uh, you know, he ended up getting into a lot of trouble. And went to a, a max mm-hmm. penitentiary, and that was tough. Yeah, because there, there, you, there is no, there is no touching. There yeah. is no none of that. It's, it's kind of like, 
Was it was it, behind, was it behind the glass? Or no, it, we were at the table, but there is no. You couldn't. Yeah. You know, he. I'm on this side. You on this side. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? And that was tough because it's not free. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it was it was so brief. It was like, you know, hi dad, how you doing? I got then, you know, my mom and him talking, on. and then by that time, my dad. It's tough mentally, you know, just experiencing that as a child and knowing that you're leaving your father yeah. there. You know, mm-hmm. like, that, that shit fucks you up. And all you really have to look forward to is, like, when the people come around and take the pictures, and they're like, you know, let's let's take this family picture. And yeah. when you leave, that's all you got is just that, that, that little Polaroid. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got a little Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. You could pay for pictures and all that. I think it's like a dollar a picture. Yeah, or it ain't. Mm. that's crazy. Yeah, that ain't about none. All the time I've been in jail is when I worked there. Well, I, we're talking about prison though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jail prison. I worked at prison. I was working oh, okay. Prison. Oh, okay. I would never want. I would never want to be an inmate. Never. Yeah, it's just like I just, I, I just feel like for us it's so easy. Like they'll like they'll hit us with anything and put us in jail. Yeah. So it's like that's what makes me like I don't even really like coming out of the crib because I don't know who what y'all want to do. I might come up with y'all getting y'all car. Y'all got coke in y'all car. Mm. Now they think I got the coke. Like yeah. So yeah. because I just know like it's so yeah, many yeah. odds against us. We gotta be <laughs> we gotta be even more on point with yeah. what we do yeah. on a day to day basis. Who we're hanging out with, the things that we're doing, even the thoughts we're putting inside of our head because our thoughts lead us into action. Okay. So if you thinking about doing something bad, eventually you're gonna do it bad. Yeah. So I would I would say start with not hanging out with niggas that have coke in their car. First way you get around that. But so I mean, you know, and this this is not to say like, you know, of course, you know, we all got homeboys that take penitentiary chances. It's just you gotta be smart about putting yourself in situation. Not putting yourself in no that environment, yeah, yeah, yeah. no situation that you can get caught up. You know, because unfortunately, you know, the police ain't gonna care that you got a family and shit. Oh, they definitely don't care. Oh no, they don't. They don't care if you cry. So, trust me, I ain't got a. I've never gotten out of a ticket ever. Never. Hell no, and I done cried. Waterworks, like they don't care. What? <laughs> I remember one time I got pulled over right around the corner from my house. He was like, "Well, ma'am, unfortunately, we're gonna have to tell you." <laughs> The worst ones be the black ones. The, they are the worst. Like, yeah, nigga, like damn, I thought you was gonna give me a break. They gotta make a, an example out of you. Yeah. Yep. When they, when the black ones walk up and they got that military buzz cut. Oh my god. They just go know. ahead and give me the ticket, fam. You wanted them <laughs> That's the ones that been bullied all their life and yeah. they decide to go and be a fucking officer. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I just think that um I think that we just gotta do better with not being inside of those like those situations. situations. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Trying yeah. to avoid them. Uh just making ourselves separate so that we can be like, look, we not like them. Like even when a security guard came out security guard came outside as I'm waiting for y'all show, said somebody was complaining. I'm standing what? outside, not talking to nobody, not touching nothing. I think he's talking about the homeless white dude. I believe. He's <laughs> I'm like, yo. <laughs> he's like, but I, but I, still, for the fact that he came up to me first yeah, and yeah. said, "Yo, you like, you got to move around. Somebody's complaining. Well, we think it's you, so you got to move." And I'm like, yeah, he ain't even look around nowhere. He came directly to me first and said, "Manager, yeah, you got to move around." Green card. Oh, it's green. 
Hey. Nigga, are you supposed to be here, nigga? <laughs> Before, before, hey. before, before we get out of here, <laughs> before we get out of here, because I'm looking at the time, we got to get together. We're going to get together because we got to do a part two. Oh, yeah, we got to. We, yes. Once I found out about the time, it kind of threw me off. But we got to do a part two. We got to bring you in because I, sure. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, Now, before you get out of here, have you received any pushback from the local community because you're not a local? Uh yeah, I've definitely um uh, experienced that out here. That's uh, that's why I said earlier like it's clicks out here. Like you got to try to get in the click if you want to get in certain things. Like certain things is ran by a click and if anybody in that click do not like you, you are not getting in. And if and if you are getting in, it's going to be mad weird. Like and they're going to make it mad weird for you. So um you know, not everybody, but I've definitely experienced it for sure. And Which I think it's like weird which like, is um, ass backwards because like anywhere else you go like networking is a huge thing especially amongst artists yeah. so to hear that and to you know for you to experience mm-hmm. it it's like completely opposite of everywhere else and i think that that may have a lot to do with why you know the vegas music scene is running in circles yeah because they don't want to network you have to network unfortunately you got to put all that other gang yeah. stuff and you know, click stuff to the yeah. side if you're making music and you want to yeah. be successful. Yeah, when, yeah. And then it's like, I feel like a lot of people are mad <laughs> negative <laughs> out here. Like, so, I don't know if it's just me, but I follow like a lot of Vegas people and it get up in the morning, you dirty ass motherfuckers <laughs> ain't doing shit today. <laughs> Bitch, I'm the best nigga. I'm <laughs> bro, hey, you didn't even brush your teeth yet, my bro. Like, you pulled your phone out without even brushing your teeth, and you said all of that, bro. Like I could hear your hot ass yeah. breath through the phone. It's, it's, it's a race to first right now, man. Everybody trying to be first. That, that, that's the difference. I think when you talk about other cities, most circles are established, so it's yeah. like, I don't necessarily. It's not. It's not a competition because there's already an infrastructure in place. Exactly. Like right now, it's the it's literally the wild wild west. Yeah. So everybody trying to race to be first. I think once we get some success, that we can sustain. I think it, I think that'll change the culture. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's how I feel but we, sometimes. But they have to network. They have to. They're gonna yeah. have to. Yeah, you gotta do work with different There's people. There's no way around it. You have it. to. I like you ain't I never agree. ever ever gonna make it unless you like are able to work with other people. Like if you do bad work with one person, they're gonna spread the word, and you're never gonna be able to excel. Like a lot yeah. of people that now the people that I have gotten pushback from are obviously people who do shitty ass work. So. Who cares about you? But um, it's just the fact that like yeah, because it's like who cares about you? But it's like fuck your dogs, fuck mm. you. It's just the fact of like we want to be entrepreneurs, we yeah. want to be business owners, and then when it comes down to the business, we don't fully commit or we don't fully do what we have to do. And then to me, it I'm looking at you like that's why you're still there. You know, you're 40, 30, 25, whatever, and you're running around in circles because you think, okay, I'm going to work with him, but I'm going to bullshit him, and then I'm going to just come back around, and then, you know, when I see you doing something lit again, I'm going to come back around, and I'm going to bullshit you again, and (laughs) I just don't really know what what people directly want. Like, I always tell, like, when I'm talking to our artists, I always say, do you want to be Drake, or do you just want to do this for for a hobby? Because to me, there is nothing else. You're either, you want to be number one on the charts, or you want to sit at home and you just want to play your music for your homies, and that's mm-hmm. it. Homeboy music. Like, for, like, y'all podcasts, you either want to be number one on the Apple podcast list, or you're doing a podcast it's a for fact. fun, it's and a fact. you're just doing it just because it's you need fact. something to do on Friday I think I think, mm. you know, for, for us, man, and even out here, man, you know, the... Uh, 
because I guess you know they they say we're 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 media now. Yeah. But I think uh, even the media game is mad gross. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, uh, I would like to say when when views started, we was the only ones doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now it's kind of like, man, it's just everybody's like wave riding. Yeah. You wait to see who's hot, and then everybody, you know, it's it's just mad gross. It's not All a right. game that I want to play. I think as far as uh, as, as views go. Um, the number one here thing is 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 content for sure. And I always felt like, as far as content go, we blowing everybody out the water. For sure. um, the rest of the stuff is where we're playing catch up on right now. Right. But our content is so good, the rest of the stuff is going to catch up pretty fast. Right. Right. And right. that that is the uh, the branding. The, right. Right. You right. know, being more uh, being more visual. Right. Right. Uh, right. The merchandise, shit like that. Uh, well, you know what I mean? We'll catch up on, sure. but the content we have. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Without a doubt. Undeniable. And um, that's kind of like where we at now, man. But yeah, it, so, you know, uh, as far as, you know, the question, and, not, you know, that's why I brought it up to you. And like I said, you're not the first person that we brought in here and we bring up, you know, the the, the so-called Vegas market mm-hmm. and your eyes blow. You know, yeah. your eyes like got big. When we bring somebody in here that's homegrown, it's like, you know, it's like a defeatist. They look yeah, def- and I don't you know, know. It just seems like they, they don't. defeat it. But it, as far as our platform, it's my job. You know, I can't be biased right. because I'm from here. Right. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's almost, if I'm going to be, be uh, media, as they call it, I'm obligated to show both sides of the coin. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So as a, as a uh, born, and, you know, born and raised, this is my city. It hurts to hear some of this shit. You know, it hurts to hear some of this shit. Yeah. This is three guests in a row. No bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is three guests in a row that had come in here and said this oh, damn near the same exact shit. It's like deja vu. And, right? and what's crazy is I thought I was going to buy a house out in Vegas and, like, build a family up out here. That's the crazy. Like, when I moved here, I'm like, bro, you Vegas would? is the spot, bro. I'm here. I'm lit. Yeah. What? Y'all got good Y'all got good housing prices. Y'all got legal weed. Y'all don't got a lot of used traffic. To. What? What? We used to have prices. great housing prices. Oh, yeah. Well, you, know, well, you know. Inflation, whatever. Yeah. But um, I was like, it's it. And then when I got here, it was like, my biggest thing is the people. Like, me, me and my girl, like, we're actually having a battle right now on whether we want to stay, whether we want to leave, whether we want to renew the lease, because it's like... Our only drawback is the people. Like, yeah. we've come across some good people, yeah. but it's more majority bad than good. So it's like, okay, yeah. I know five people, I can call one. You know, maybe the second yeah. one might pick up. Yeah, I think what's, what's, what's tough is, you know, we're, we're in the environment uh, where this is, you know, this is home. The majority of the people that I'm around are also born and raised here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to me, this is a great, this is a great, um, location to to you know raise your kids, right. but for someone that's not out here, like you said, it's not too often you run into people that's born and raised here. Yeah. So it's a more of a melting pot to you. Yeah. So I can see why it could be an ugly experience mm-hmm. for someone that's not raised here. What mm-hmm. area are you in? Uh, I'm in East 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 Vegas. I'm in Sunrise Manor. Ooh. Oh shit. Yeah. So I'm there. That explains <laughs> it. <laughs> That explains a lot. Okay. Leave with that next yeah. time. So, okay. What's crazy is like where I'm at though, like the people over there chilling. 
Like, it seemed like everybody... Of course, yeah, we do got a bunch of shootings and shit going on. But I feel like my neighbors, <laughs> like... I'm not like, oh, I got to fucking live next to this guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'll go out and wave hot at the neighbors. They'll wave back at me. Yeah. But it's like when I'm doing business, that'd be like my biggest drawback. Yeah. People don't want to fully do the business. And I'm like, if I'm going to bring a business out here, I got to at least love love the yeah. people that I'm working yeah. with. Yeah. Okay. Anything past Pecos is like gross. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> but remember when they thought uh I remember the rumor was, like, remember Arnold Schwarzenegger, they used to say he used to live all the way up Owens? It's like some mansions all the way up Owens. Owens, there's some, there's some nice houses on. Like, Owens all the way up past, like, Los, it's like Los Feliz or something. It's like some mansions all the way up. Have, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say Jamie Foxx is still up there, Anita Baker. Have uh, y'all seen the uh, McDonald Ranch Drive? Yes, I have. Bitch, I'm trying to live Yes, I have. I went, you know what, the first, um, I was, uh, I was... I was working over there mm. a couple years ago, and um, I had just started, and this lady needed some help, and I'll never forget. This is a McDonald Ranch. This lady needed some help, so, you know, I'm bringing her, you know, um, I'm helping her out and shit, and her living room, her living room was a basketball gym. <laughs> no bullshit. The whole house is see-through. Whole house to see through her living room was a basketball gym, and I'm like, "What y'all gotta be lawyers to live up in here?" She was like, "You gotta be something a little bigger than that." Mm. <laughs> Damn, a lawyer can't even live up in this. Yeah, cause uh, I know Celine Dion living there. Yeah. Celine Dion living there. Uh, I think Mike. I I heard Mike staying there. Okay. Uh. But man, yeah, it's, it's them different. I know, them I've, different. I seen them houses. I was like, right, I could probably deal with deal with living over here. I'd be cool in this little section. Yeah, too them far, different. too yeah. far from me. Yeah, I know. Ranch. Yeah, McDonald Ranch from here probably like forty minutes. That's too far. Yeah, or you go up there by Gorman. That's where Snoop was. Snoop was at up there by Gorman. If I had the money, I, I think I'd buy a house on like uh like the Rancho Alta area. Oh, uh, Michael Jackson used to say over somewhere over there. He was standing in the middle of the fucking that hood. That shit is no crazy too. I had no idea all of those mansions were right there. I work I work yeah. not too far from there. Where and at? you I'll tell you up the mic. But Mike 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 uh, I'm at the place where where the mansions Michael were. Jackson yeah. Michael Jackson is off of uh Michael Jackson was living off of uh Rancho and Palomino. Okay. Right before Charleston. Okay. So it's you know, like the Smiths and all that shit. Yeah. He's living right and in the Smith dead smack. Wild. Like and you would never even I get nervous even, going into that Smiths by myself. Like I'll be clutching onto my purse. Yeah. And yeah. it's right around the corner. But Siegfried and Roy, <laughs> unless you I don't even think you didn't even know where they stayed at. No, I didn't. Siegfried I see, I and Roy is on the yeah. street. Damn. They on uh they're on uh, well, they're, Owens, well, they're, Vegas Drive. They've transitioned now. So. Well, yeah, it used to be. <laughs> they're out of there. Used to be. Used to be. But Siegfried and Roy was like right off the fucking street. Right. Like they would have like the lions on their fucking gates and shit. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, man, it's just, you know. It's Vegas, man. And well, what's crazy is like I would never would have expected Vegas to be this gangster either. Like I, I know Wild Wild West, but things. I'm like. Yeah. What y'all got more shootings than Philly? That is yeah, the biggest cool. misconception about Las Vegas. <laughs> like people oh, come what? out here and they think like it's just like oh you know it's just lights and you know fun or whatever, but it is dangerous out yeah. here. You know I had to stop watching the news. I, I'm not from here originally, so 
um when I first moved out here, like I used to watch the news and I would be so depressed because I'm like, damn. And this was like right down the street. Like, and, and you can't really tell where, you know, yeah. the dangerous areas are because yeah. we were driving over um, in the Centennial area or like over that way. And like a lot of the shootings were happening over there. And I'm like, well, this looks like a nice area. Like yeah. this don't look, yeah. you know, in San Diego, you can tell immediately when you're in a, in a bad area, it's like, yeah. okay, oh, shit. Stuff is run down. Yeah, let me get up out of there. But mm. out here, it's it's disguised. Well, it changed. I think it changed. <laughs> no, no, it Damn changed right. when, uh, really I think, when, uh, when Section 8 expanded. Yeah. yeah. Where a lot of homes could be, like, Section 8. Mm. So, they would be Section 8 homes in uh, great nice neighborhoods. Nice neighborhoods. I'm like, it's beautiful over here. Yeah. I just died over here. <laughs> Not yeah. no more. <laughs> no, but it's still pretty though. Like there's still nice homes, but it's yeah, open them doors. Crazy, I know. Yeah, open open, open that front door. See how nice. I stopped watching it, and that's what I can't fathom. Like y'all got these nice ass neighborhoods. Y'all got y'all actually got houses in this motherfucker. Y'all know that? Yeah, y'all don't got shitty ass apartments glued yeah. to each other, and right. there's a million motherfuckers around yeah. y'all. Y'all don't, y'all don't got to deal with project yeah. buildings and none of that None shit. of that. We y'all got houses. It's only we. we Tore them down. Uh, uh, we have there's some, some areas that you could tell. Well, no, no. I, I still, I think I've been in my lifetime. I've probably been in Carrie's Mini Mart three times. <laughs> talking about the Quick Mart right there by the trailer park. The one by MLK. Oh, you talking about the one? Uh, you talking about Carrie MLK? Carrie MLK. Okay. Oh no, I, I, I went about, in there. Uh, MLK. I, I went in there probably twice, and I said I'd never again. The fuck you doing in there? Oh, with the kids. I think I need to grab something. Oh, you had the kids school. with you. Yeah, and I was scared. Yeah. I was what like, Yeah, the that's fuck it. What are we doing? You were definitely at work, and I had the kids. In McNeil's, depending on the time and day. Where's McNeil's? Right, right, off, right off, right down the street on Carry Carrying Commerce. Oh, never! I will never stop there. That looks like don't fire. Stop. That's the pig one. That's the pig <laughs> one. Fire by. I thought that was me. I thought that was me. on carrying uh across the street from the quick. Mike Nils is carrying commerce. What's the, the other? The quick mart is on Martin Luther King. What's that across the street? That's close. I thought that was Mike Nils right there. Across the street from what? The quick mart. Cat according to the MLK building. The old, the old one. I think it's closed now. I thought it was Mike Nils. Nah. Bank Nils is down. Down. And they're trying to put a banquet hall right there. I yeah, said, I'm gonna go there. No, there what? There, no, there used to be a club, Tallulah Two. Remember Tallulah? You remember Tallulah Two? Tallulah Two used to be right there on Carry and MLK. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Shit, my areas. My first time going in Dirty Flow, I was mob. Nigga, I was terrified. Dirty Flow. That's the one on uh, Owens. O H. Owens H. The Elks? Yeah. The Elks? <laughs> terrified. I remember coming out here to visit my family. Ter- nigga, <laughs> terrified. But that was the only place like a smoker, a smoker, like, clean my car, clean the seats, all Immaculate. that shit for like 10 bucks. Amazing. All he had was a bucket. Damn. <laughs> no bullshit. I remember coming into town, visit. my family had moved out here to Vegas, and, uh, <laughs> they took us to the dirty floor. And they was like, "Yeah, y'all gotta come with us." We got up in there. We was like, "Uh, what the? <laughs> this where you go?" Take it used to be a. Um, it used I was to be, eighteen in there drinking. Yeah, it used to be a. Uh, it used to be a payphone right in the front. It used to be a payphone right in the front. They took it out because it was so many calls to the police 
from that payphone. <laughs> what was the one? What was the one on uh, on Craig? Is that runway? Tw- is that runway twenty one? Craig and what? Uh, no. Oh, that's Death Trap. What's the name of it? <laughs> what? That's Death Trap. Nope. <laughs> Barcelona. The Barcelona. Mm-mm. Why my family go to all them? I'm not even going to think. I'm not even going to. I know so many partners that died at that spot. Oh, no. That one and Craig and Barcelona and there was another one right across the street from like Manzanita. That's Runway 21, wasn't it? I don't know what it was called. Runway. It was Runway something. But one of my, uh, yeah, one of my, he didn't have a, whew. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. So, yeah, man, it's it, it can get it can get ugly out right, here, right, man. Right. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I, it can get ugly out here, I man. But we got we got we got to get you get you to where you going, but you sure. got to come back, man. We got to connect so yes. we can do part two, and then you Hell know yeah. we we uh because we start reminiscing and. I know. And, you know, we start reading yeah, this. Yeah. This is probably the whole I'm learning the game, though. I need to know when. Not to <laughs> die, die, die. Okay, so um, Nellis, Owen, Craig, just stay away from them motherfuckers. <laughs> anybody invite me, I'm like, off the east side. Just know that. Shit, Eagle Trace. Eagle Trace. Eagle Trace is right across you from the Air Force Base. Oh, damn. But you get, they get all of their money from the front. Like, the front is where all the one bedroom apartments at. All right. It looks amazing. You got the little gym. It's by the pool. The gym, the pool, all the little one bedroom. It's all quiet. Nigga, you go around that roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it's a rack back there. Nigga, like, what the fuck is? What the fuck is this? You got the police lights, all of the cameras and shit. Now, oh man, now, it's now, all Oasis over there. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, I, already know. I love it. I love it here, though. Yeah. I do too. That's one mean. thing. Like it. After the barbecue I, spot with <laughs> you, the only thing I know ate there. You, the only thing I know ate there. <laughs> it was nasty. What? <laughs> <laughs> you, the only thing I know. It's them the only. I knew it was fucked up when you go around and drive through it and give you a menu. Like, drive through thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I, yeah, I, I always tell. I always tell people, give it at least a year out here. And then you'll be able to tell well, now, whether or not. I um I, I love it here though. Like, I really feel bad. I really feel bad for those uh that's moving out here now. Cause, you know, the thing the one thing that scares me is it's gonna it's gonna turn to California soon. That's what everybody's saying that this is the new yeah. um LA. It's gonna be they're gonna make it that oh, it's gonna be. Please don't. Not not uh prices. Yeah. Prices. But uh Yeah, man. Where can they find you at, man? You can, uh, you can follow my website, theofficialcutty.com. You can find all of my social media on there, my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at theofficialcutty. C-U-T-T-Y. There we go. All right, man. You know, this is just what we do, man. Sometimes you just come in here and then you just follow I love it, though, man. We're here. You know what I'm saying? We just have a fucking conversation, man. I That's wish just, I ain't had to go, but. Yeah. But part two, man, we're going to get together, sure. man. We're yep. going to get a date. Uh, Where can they find y'all at? Yeah, uh, Twitter and Instagram, Young Al Bundy, Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. Twitter and Instagram, Shayna underscore Candy. That's S H A Y N A underscore K A N D I I. And my podcast, S P S M underscore podcast, Sweatpants and Stretch Marks. Yeah, man. Y'all had us on there. Y'all check us out, man. We was just on there. Uh, mm. 
Whew. They have my boy in the hot seat. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring my girl to uh, to uh, your joint. She a uh, vegan chef. Okay, yeah. absolutely. So she, y'all yes. can talk it out. Do, do y'all little girl talk or whatever? Yes, we For would sure. love that. Okay. For sure. Vegan <laughs> chef. Yes, bring her on. Don't listen to him. Hey, that he don't, don't listen good to him. Don't listen yeah. She a vegan <laughs> chef? Yeah, her shit fire too. Her shit hella fire. It, it, it like it'll turn you vegan. I don't wanna. I don't wanna put y'all there. I know everybody be like, I ain't never gonna vegan. No, no, we Whatever, we try actually, it, motherfucker. You gonna we try? Actually, you gonna be like, we actually did it. Yeah, we actually did it for like ninety days. She made vegan tacos. Hell yeah, she got she got a vegan steak gyro. You know what? Okay. Uh, y'all ain't never heard her. of that, did y'all? <laughs> we need to hook up with her. Yeah. You can find uh, the podcast on Twitter at Views from the Seven, on Instagram mm-hmm. at Views from the Underscore Seven, and on Facebook at Views from the Seven. You can follow me on Twitter at Just Call Me Spence. That's J U S Call Me Spence. S P E N C. And we'll be back for part two later on. That's right. All right, y'all. We up out of here. Peace. Yeah.